The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. everybody and welcome to the unofficial elder scrolls podcast i'm your host as always pylon and we've got a big crew with us this night so big that we decided not to even have any gameplay showing tonight because there's just so many people and honestly it's just it was too much work for me to fit everybody on the stream because i'm kind of lazy that way and i had to do some photoshop before the show so we've got a lot to talk about tonight we if you asked me last week what we were going to be talking about this week i was kind of struggling for ideas and then friday hit and we have all the things to talk about. Um, so I'm just going to do a little quick around the board with everybody. So if you aren't sure of who these faces or crabs might be, they can introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about what they do. Uh, I'm going to start below me with Baratron. Baratron, do you want to tell everybody about yourself? Hi, I'm the guild master for, the, for our um, ESO guild on PCNA. Um, I also play ESO on PCEU. And I'm an admin on the UESP Discord. Thank you. Now I'm going to move over and up a little bit to AKB. AKB, do you want to let everybody know a little bit about you and why you're a monster in the middle lane? I'm AKB, and I am the most powerful card on the board. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Look at me. <laughs> no, my card... I, I summon two legends automatically, so I'm the most powerful, I would say. Uh, it's four. There's one in all lanes. That. I didn't so think about that, actually. Friendly. You get four. Uh, beyond that, I'm an admin, and I do streaming stuff for UESB. I'm currently here. I'm excited. Awesome. And Alaro, our favorite mud crab, is back with us tonight for melancholy reasons. So, Alaro, can you tell everybody a little bit about what you do? Yeah, hello. Uh, I'm a wiki admin, and I'm your local legends uh, <laughs> editor, which is probably not... Uh, well, we'll talk more about that in a moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we'll move up again to Alara. Alara, go ahead. I'm Alara. Not to be confused with Alara. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I do a little bit of everything on the UESP, including uh, admin of the Discord and forum and wiki editor and probably other stuff too. <laughs> awesome. And last but not least, my former pinky brother, Lost in Hyrule. Yep, I go by Lost in Hyrule. I serve as a moderator on the UESP Discord, and I helped out some Ilara with Legend Space, and that's how I got my start on the wiki. Awesome. Well, on that note, let's pop over right into the scholarly pursuits. Thank you. 
So since we have actually a lot of things to cover tonight, I've set up a time trial. So we're going to try to do limited amounts of scholarly pursuits, which is hard for us because I know all of us love rambling. Um, but we're going to just talk a little bit and I'll kick us off with basically I've become re-obsessed with Skyrim now that I have a Switch. So I have been putting at least two to three hours a night in for the past week because I can play in bed or on my couch while like my wife's been watching a show and we'll be watching The Crown and I'll be like, I'm going to play Skyrim and watch The Crown because now I can multitask. It's great. Um, other than that, I've been playing a bunch of Blades today because there's the new update, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. Um, but that's it. Still kind of on my ESO hiatus. Just taking a break for a little while. I'm too excited to get the new news to keep playing. So that's all for me. So I'm going to go in a different order than we started with AKB. I'm going to move over to you because I'm going to go clockwise to prep everybody else. What kind of clock are you using? It's a <laughs> fancy clock. Okay. I'm AKB, as previously mentioned. This week I have basically been really reading into the fallout from this it was a pretty standard week until friday i would say i was going like oh hey everything's going swell uh i remember distinctly when the announcement about legends came out because i started doing the social media giveaways for calendars and then bam by the way legends isn't a game anymore and that that's is not true my week. but we'll follow up on that still later. games <laughs> We have to make sure we continuously fact check this episode because our language yeah. and the way that we say things could very much influence how other people th think things are happening. So Legends is still a game, but go on. Fact check, it's dead. <clears throat> awesome. Well, on that misinformation, Alaro. Oh, I thought, I, I, call, I said I was done. I'm, I uh, said I was done after saying that, but... Earlier, and then Your we thirty seconds are up, man. Yeah, thirty <laughs> seconds to the rule. <laughs> Ruining it for everyone. Um, oh, I am going to move on to Alara though, because we're going to we don't want to dig too much into that until we can all kind of just like sit here and chat about it. So, Alaro, what have you been up to other than? Yeah, more legend stuff. I, I tried to salvage all the data I could get from uh, from legends, made a backup of it, and and extracted everything I could, and asked for. Uh, special files from for, from the devs, but well, that's a bit harder to get. Um, oh, everything related to legends, and, and uh, played a bit, but uh, mostly recovering data. Awesome, Alara. I see we're wearing the same shirt in. Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, how, <laughs> did, like... how did you get those shirts? And why don't I have anyone? It balances it out. <laughs> it does. I didn't realize that, and we're both in the like even on the top. I like it. So, Wait, uh, is Baritone wearing it too? No, I am wearing a bear shirt. That is a bear. Uh, That's a Skyrim a bear, bear shirt. shirt, is it not though? Yeah. Uh, Windhelm logo, Storm yeah. logo. There we go. One bear shirt. Awesome. So, Laura, what have you been up to? Uh, the Dragon Guard event for ESO. Uh, Skyrim pinball. I. Just got past like Kynes Grove and Falakmir. I've given up. I don't like it. I don't like the game at all. I can't do it. <laughs> and uh, Blades played today, except it keeps crashing on me. Usually oh. when I win in the arena, like before it gets to like the finishing screen, so I don't think I'm getting credit for it, which is annoying. I've but, had one yeah. crash so far, but that's it. I've had probably about six or seven. Oh, that's <laughs> it's annoying. That's annoying. 
talk more about that probably next week. Um, but Lost in Hyrule, how about you? What have you been up to? I decided to play Legends. I did the Hexagauntlet and played Market Archer, and I actually played all of my rounds. I didn't concede any just to quickly get the pr- premium arts. One round, a guy summoned a random Daedra, got a Seducer Darkfire, and he banned zero-cost cards. So I conceded that match. Ooh. That was going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I spent my 48,000 accumulated soul gems, and now I have every multi-attribute card and every monthly special card unlocked in my collection now, so that feels good. And then, until this weekend, I didn't really do much Elder Scrolls at all, a nice slowed from the UESP sent me a game he could no longer play, and I now have freshly picked Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land on the Nintendo DS. And so I've been playing that some. No, (laughs) 30 seconds are up. (laughs) Awesome. And last but not least, this time, Baratron. I have been killing my one Northern Elsewhere dragon and my one Southern Elsewhere dragon every day in ESO for the Dawn of the Dragon. Uh, Dawn of Dawn of the Dragon. Hang on, what is it, what's it called? Dawn, Dawn of, of the, the Dragon, dragon Guard. Okay. Yeah, Dragon of the Dawn Guard. No. Um, <laughs> dragon of the Dawn Guard. And I wish that I'd realised that event finished uh, today, this morning, and I wish I'd realised the event gave double drops for the resource nodes in elsewhere because I would have been running around farming those as well. But never mind, eh? Can can we stop to talk for a minute about how great of an idea a dragon member of the Dawn Guard would have been? (laughs) (laughs) No time. We have time to discuss the amazing things of dragons. Um, There's, I mean, if you if you've done the, uh, is it Depths of Malatar or the other new new dungeon? But there's the one where you've got the um, the vampire going to eat dragon blood, and it turns out it's a really bad idea for vampires to eat dragon blood. So I don't know whether Moon a Grey dragon Fane. member, Moongrave Fane, yeah, I don't know whether a dragon member of the Dawn Guard would be a good idea after all. Depends, yeah, but you know. They dislike dragons. They they obviously have a beef to settle now. Vampires are vulnerable to fire in I dragons believe have all lots of, the, of fire. Yeah. Well some do. I mean some are like frost dragons or lightning dragons. Can dragons contract vampirism? I don't no. know. <laughs> I don't I want to speculate. Again. Well they haven't told us, to be fair. Can dragons get diseases? Well, dragonborn can get bang prism. So, mm, either way, it's probably a good time to move on to our news, because we're actually making pretty good time. I'm happy with this. So, to the news! Do, 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 do. So we've made it through to the news, where now we have a lot of things to talk about. Um, first things first, I forgot to finish up the um, calendar giveaway. So you know what that means. Y'all the wheels get another, come off. Y'all get another week to do it. Um, so if you want a chance to win the calendar from the UESP, this week I promise will be the last week you have a chance to win. Uh, we've had a good number of submissions so far, so... Your secret password is still Rootworm, Lost in Hyrule's favorite piece of lore from the Elder Scrolls, which you actually haven't even been here to discuss that. Yeah. I've talked about Rootworms before. No, discuss that that's the secret password. No, I hasn't. 
What were you going to say? He tried to, to be fair, he but try. it didn't My work. Computer didn't run him. Um, so moving on. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were going to say something. It could be there, but secret password is rootworm, all one word. Um, you just need to give us your name, and if you don't want to give us your real name, your gamer tag is acceptable. But just know that there is a good chance you will get a package delivered to your home that has your gamer tag on it. So I know my wife likes to poke fun whenever she sees a package that says it's for Pylon. She's like, that's not who you are. <laughs> that's always funny. Um, and your email address. If you are selected to be a winner, you will have to be comfortable with giving us a mailing address, whether or not that's a P.O. box or your home address or whatever. Um, this needs to be some form that you're comfortable giving us so that we can actually ship you a physical calendar. Um, so the link to that is https colon slash slash c-u-t-t dot l-y so cutly slash u-e-s podcast so i'll post that in the chat right now and that will also be available in the show notes and you can check twitter for and discord for other places to find that so that's our exciting giveaway there and then our other uesp news before we get into the actual games is we are starting our Season of charity, sorry, excuse me, season of charity streams coming up here starting on December 13th. AKB and I will be doing some longer streams to get kicked, everything kicked off and we'll be raising money for Extra Life. So keep an eye out for all of the posts on that. We'll be posting on Twitter and probably all of our social media explaining how you can donate to Extra Life. If you don't know what Extra Life is, it's a charity where you play games to donate money to your local children's hospitals. So I've been doing it for a number of years. Um, it's a charity that's close to my heart because when my first son was born, he was born five weeks premature. So we spent a lot of time in the NICU, which is the neonatal infant care, intensive care unit. So he needed a lot of help when he was first born. So it's been really, really good for me to see kind of exactly where those kind of funds go. And hopefully we can help other families as they go. So AKB, do you have anything else you wanted to say on that? It's going to be... Very different from what we've been doing so far. Yes. So bear in mind that it's a new experience for all of us except for Pylon. <laughs> uh, we're kind of reaching out to the whole team going like, wants to do some stuff. But we're – so it's going to be probably very different from other people's charity streams. So please be patient. The goal is to give money to charity, and we'll learn on the way. Yeah, I think it'll be. I'm not too worried about it. We'll be happy-go-lucky uh -huh. as we go. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. We'll be doing a lot of gameplay streams. I'm going to be working on getting Blades working so that we can actually stream Blades, which should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be a hoot. A hoot and a half, even. Awesome. Well, on that note, why don't we pop over to some ESO news, and we'll get Baratron. Do you want to go over some of the fun things that ESO has brought to us in the past week. Uh, so the Zoss team did a Slay Dragon Save Cats broadcast on Friday, which raised uh, US $4,280. Um, that was just during that broadcast, which is going towards the Best Friends Animal Society and Four Paws International Charities. And uh, a donation of any size allowed viewers to vote on what colour the creative director, Rich Lambert, should dye his hair. And I believe purple was the winner. I think purple was. Yep. The, it was purple. the winner. 
And uh, if you donated 25 US dollars, you could feed the team bean boozled jelly beans, which are these, um, they're made by jelly beans. Just awful. And there's, for each color of jelly bean, there's a nice flavor and a nasty flavor. So, like, the brown one could be chocolate pudding or it could be dog food. So, it's just just, non Harry Potter themed Bernie Bots every flavored beans? Well, except, except, you know, there's, there's, because, because there's always the match. Mm-hmm. Like the blue ones, um, they just the Zoss team decided the blue jelly beans were the best because the nasty flavour was toothpaste, which isn't too bad. It was like it was like berry blast or toothpaste. No, but I've had ones I mean, that are like vomit flavored, and they they yeah, legitimately was, taste like vomit, and it's the worst it, thing. The white one could be coconut or rancid milk. Yeah, and watching I these guys' faces those. after they had rancid milk, um, I mean, there was there was one of them. I can't remember who it was, but one of the people who works for Zoss managed to get rancid milk and rotten egg in a row. And, oh, my goodness, this poor guy was, like, gagging. (laughs) That was funny. Anyway, um, if you donated 50 US dollars, you got to stick temporary tattoos of glittery rainbow cats on their faces. And if you're really able to donate... Oh, no. Is everybody okay? (laughs) No, that was just my... Air canister. I knocked off the shelf my computer desk. Okay, we're good. Sorry. Um, if you're rich and you were able to donate uh, 75 US dollars, then you got to impose gameplay restrictions like no armor, inverted mouse controls, playing blindfolded, and oh my goodness, battlegrounds with Brian Wheeler, who's the lead, who who was previously the uh, lead PvP guy and is now the lead combat designer, and Gilliam the Rogue, who uh, is a former very well known. ESO streamer who who got brought into the combat team by Zoss. Watching these guys, you know, brilliant players just dying over and over again because one of them's got no armor and the other one's got a scarf tied around his head. It was <laughs> it was it was good. It was a very good stream. We also got to see um, if you remember, Rich Lambert was um, going to have a tattoo done, and there was the the video of his tattoo. It's really interesting. You know, it's a great big thing. It's like the whole length of his leg. And everything on there is meaningful. Like there's a Oblivion logo because Oblivion was the first game he worked on for uh, Bethesda. It was, it was pretty good. Anyway, um, also uh, Zoss will be giving a further US two hundred thousand dollars to these charities themselves. So yeah, pretty good. Do you want me to talk about all the ESO news? Or no, so I, so I can. I'll pop in. Let's get somebody here. else's yeah. voice in. Um, Dawn of the Dawn. <laughs> Dawn of the Dragon Guard ended today, so if you didn't get a chance to do it, womp womp. Um, now you don't have to kill dragons anymore. No if you more did do it. killing dragons if you were sad about all the dragons dying. Um, the next thing we know is New Life will be coming up on the 19th of December to the 2nd of January, but we don't know anything else yet. So we'll let you know as soon as we know things. Um, and speaking Ooh, of things... I, oh, go ahead. Can I talk about the undented celebration? Can I get my sweet segue in first, and then you can talk about the undented Okay. And speaking of other things we know nothing about, AKB, what's uh, going on with the Undaunted celebrations? Nothing. We don't know. <laughs> and that's it. Um, there should be news coming up soon, we're expecting. But um, but maybe Lost in Hyrule wants to talk about the last little piece of ESO news. 
So a pretty cool thing, basically the teaser to the announcement is that the next ESO chapter is going to be announced this coming January, Thursday the 16th in Las Vegas. So if you have anybody you know of that's on the West Coast near to Las Vegas, please send them on our behalf so we can get you know exclusive documentation of the announcement because it would be really great for USP to have a presence, but none of it us live over there. Yeah. It's going to be strange. So we're yeah. But ZOS, if you're listening and you want to send us there any time to cover the news for you, let's talk. <laughs> this is how we get in. So this is how yeah. we get in. Get a hold of Pylon, and he'll send the right people. Yep. Um, it'll be me, obviously. Except for I'm actually that day I'm going on a cruise, so we should talk about coverage for that for the show. It is hard <laughs> to find a cruise in Nevada. It is. I've tried. <laughs> it's kind of a desert. Yeah. Awesome. So Alara. Do you want to talk about what's going on in Blades, but not too <laughs> <laughs> So the uh, update 1.5 for Blades came out today. That uh, it's got the new, like a new life theme uh, for the town. So yeah. all the buildings have snow and stuff. That's and really some of the biggest changes that uh, came in this update, there's no more chest timers. When you collect one, it opens immediately. And you're also refunded uh, for if you spent any gems on uh, increasing your chest. Uh, capacity there's a major loot overhaul where you'll see more loot from enemies um every job has a boss at the end who might drop legendary equipment there's more breakable objects with loot um the arena is open so there's pvp combat so that will uh unlock you at level five and basically it's uh best of three and between each round you have not a lot of time, but a little bit of time to um, change your gear. It's about 15 and then last or 20 thing, seconds, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. like enough to change like two things, yeah. I found. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Very about quickly. two things, because the third thing I would run out of time on. Yep, yeah. And uh, lastly, guilds. Um, you can join a guild of up to 20 players, and it has private chat. You can visit your guildmates' towns. And um, also your guild is listed like in the leaderboards for PvP. Have we got a UESP guild on, on Blades? We have multiple. Yeah, um, we have we multiple. Have now. 20 isn't very many people. Yeah, yes, so we have, a, we have an EU one that is run by Legolas. We have an NA one that's run by me. And then a non-canon one that Genesee made during the beta but forgot to close. So it, I think it's just full of random people. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Um, there's still room in the NA UESP guild. If anybody wants to join, just search UESP. On blades and then and scroll to the bottom. I don't get it. It's because we're not popular enough. <laughs> but none of the other things have the letters UESP in that order. And they're all Spanish. Have you noticed that too? Yes. Yeah. They're all it, Spanish. It's a thing. They're, it's an even worse thing with Portuguese results. Little known fact is there's a holiday, giant holiday celebration uh, that's abbreviated as UESP in everywhere I go until... Like, before I started my social media stuff, every time you typed in UESP, that's all that came up. I'm sure I've made some people in Portugal very upset with the fact that they can't figure out about that festival anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to ask MT about that. I think it was Portugal. It's some country. Also kind of funny with the guild chat. There's very odd uh, censoring. We discovered the... Uh, Word arena for whatever reason seems to be censored. It's no longer so censored. I just longer. tested it. What's that? 
It's not any longer because I tested every rendition of it in our guild chat and it was fine. Okay. Or maybe it's only censored in the EU. Ooh, maybe. That'd be weird. <laughs> maybe because Alara's in the EU guild because she's a traitor. So try typing arena. Y- yours didn't exist yet, so there. <laughs> yeah, because Lost and I were testing that. Like in the uh, EU one. Yeah, test it if you can type arena now. Okay. Stop saying arena. We're going to have to make this yeah, a not safe for work episode. We've unmonetized <laughs> the guild. Um, Oops. But so I just want to say I, we've been having a lot of fun. I think just but we've got it's very. It's not still censored. Oh, they must have fixed it. Probably because okay. people were making fun of them. Um, but we don't want to dig too much into it tonight because we're going to talk about it a lot more next week. Um, we're just going to kind of do – we're just doing a little bit of a base overview. I've been having a blast so far. I think the – I didn't care about the chess timers before. That was never something that bothered me. But the fact that they don't exist anymore, I really like. Like yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, this doesn't matter to me because I wasn't playing that much anyways. But now that they're gone, I'm also really excited for it to be on Switch hopefully early next year because i really like the switch the switch is like the only thing i want to do now. the switch is great oh it's the switch so is good great. yeah I, I just wish they didn't open in the middle of jobs because what if you run out of inventory oh they open in the middle i thought you could hold them until you nope they open immediately interesting okay in the middle of the battle <laughs> like if you're oh, if really? you grab it and then you get engaged by an enemy it opens it in the middle of the fight <laughs> Oh, yeah. I imagine that people will be spending gems on increasing their inventory space. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll talk more about that next week, unless something major happens that we kind of want to cover off the bat, but for the most part, we'll be talking about that next week. Yep. Um, cool, I think we've covered the most of it there. Yes, AKB, do you want to let us know what happened in Discord this week? It exploded. Twice. Yeah, twice. Literally. Um, That's not what not literally, literally means. So literally, their servers exploded, and because of that, Discord was down for most people, randomly. Um, it was this, a peaceful weekend. It was a very <laughs> long... Really peaceful. It was a stressful weekend. I was sitting there going, going, where are my friends? Where are my friends? Uh, people panicked. Uh Discord is down was on the top of trending on Twitter the entire time. <laughs> um, most people's response to that was like, go outside. <laughs> yep. Which was fun, not being on Discord for a change for me personally. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, Christmas shopping done that was uninterrupted. I didn't even look at my phone because I was like, oh, I'm not getting a lot of notifications popping up on my watch. It's great. Yes. So... It was honestly kind of cool that it was down. They should like do it once a year. Discord shut down. It's like when it's like a nice day in the summer and the power goes out or something like that. And it's like it's not like one of the days where you're like, oh, like I have to worry about it being too cold or too hot. Like when it's like a normal temperature day and the power's out at night, you're like, oh, we can play like board games. We'll get the candles out. Like it's kind of a little bit of an exciting feeling. Or maybe that's just me. We should turn the, it off every Thursday, just like the Oasis, right? From Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a lot worse if you've got a chronic illness and your, that's fair. your partner yeah. that you live without and you're stuck at home in bed and there's no one to talk to because that's what happened to me on, on Saturday. Yeah, that's why I say <laughs> a nice day where you're like out and about doing stuff and you can be like, okay, well, I'll go out and see the neighborhood. And 
I was able to work on website development uninterrupted. Uh, That said, Discord is still broken in the sense that its search functionality has been hurt by this, and all messages that were made during the period where it was just breaking are not indexed. So if you try to search on Discord for anything during that period, you're probably not going to find it uh, without literally scrolling back. They said they want to restore those messages and re-index Discord entirely, but that's going to wait until next year. And that is all of the Discord news. We are moving on to on. the topic. Wow. <laughs> I was kind of rude, Lost. <laughs> he was saying he was done. He is demanding you move on, Pylon. Well, Why haven't we? You know what? I don't uh, work with terrorists. I don't negotiate with terrorists, Lost. How is that terrorism? I don't know. But we're going to move on to the news. I'm sure as everybody listening is aware, and if not, you will soon probably have heard rumblings about it. Uh, There was a Reddit post on Friday early in the morning, um, surprisingly. Um, from CVH, uh, the community manager for Legends, and the title of the post was an update on the Elder Scrolls Legends. So I'm just going to read through the full post in its entirety, and we'll discuss after that. So We would like to provide an update on Legends in regards to the new content. Our previous roadmap indicated that we would be releasing one more set this year. We decided to put any new content development or releases on hold for the foreseeable future. This decision was not, will not in any way affect the release or, and development of Gaia's Asia-specific version of Legends, which is operated separately, but will inform our decisions on content and future development going forward. Until then, you can still download and play Legends on all existing platforms and compete online as well as in the single-player modes. We will continue to support the game with monthly reward cards and regular in-game events. New expansions and other content, however, are no longer under active development. We will continue to provide ongoing maintenance support. To thank all of you for supporting Legends over these past few years, and for continuing to play with us, we are giving away the Tamriel Collection, an assortment of new three attribute cards and more, to all play, th- uh, assortment of new three attribute cards and more to all players for free upon their next login. We immensely, we are immensely grateful to work on the Elder Scrolls Legends to have you as a community, and we sincerely appreciate the love and support that you have given us. So that's a pretty heavy post to read right first thing in the morning. I know a lot of us read uh, that, and it just was one of those heart-sinking moments. Um, so to clarify before we go in, we know that the game's not dead, for lack of a better word. It's not... You can still log in. There is no fear of you not being able to see your cards or use your collections or play against other people for the foreseeable future. It'll remain online, I imagine, for quite some time because it's just easy to keep it online at this point since they're not going to be doing major fixes for it. They're just going to keep it running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so can I still have uh, events and Monty Cards. So yes. there's still some kind of content, but not really... But not really. Any expansions. Yeah, not so, really. <laughs> right, and can no I, plans, balance patches either. Yes. 
That's yeah. all I say. There'll never be any but third on planned right now. Yeah. So now, what are we gonna say there? Now that the important thing to note here is that maintenance support is basically industry shorthand for we are letting this game's audience die off. Yes. They're doing. They're basically shutting it down. They're shutting it down so more people aren't jumping in. They're not going to get people upset like, I paid for this game yesterday, and now it's just gone. Uh, the next stage is they're just not going to really do much. The audience will slowly bleed, and then they can, at the end of that cycle, go, okay, we can just shut off the servers and no one's going to be upset anymore. Yeah. Or at least a very small number it's of people. It's a small number, and then they, they handle that specifically. But yes, the, the intended purpose of these kind of things, generally, is to slowly wane the community off the game so that they can, can it's not as... We're shutting the game down, all the money you've spent is now useless. It's, there's still things to do in the game. You can still play, you can still compete for Legend yeah. if you want to, but we know that it won't be seeing anything new going forward. So that instantly right off the bat, I think will cut down on a huge number of players just right off the bat being like, okay, I'm going to move to something else, especially the people that are more into it from a card game perspective than would be from a elder Scrolls Scrolls perspective. So Uh, the pony is not going to go to any more shows. It's not going to have any more races, but it's also not being shot in the head right now. It's being put out to pasture in a very literal sense, and it will live the rest of its days peacefully grazing for however long that might be. That said, uh, there's also a topic that we're probably going to say for another day about games as a service, because Legends will be dead someday. It will... Um, there's a very, very small chance that they patch it so you can keep playing it indefinitely once they shut off the online support. So we'll come back to that at another time because yeah. that's just so much there's to There's a big about. topic at hand, especially with ESO existing and Blades and Legends now to kind of have a discussion about that. So. One thing one thing we should uh, mention is that it's only the... Um, is it just English or West? I don't know how many different languages it's available in. So but basically, it's the I, uh, the international version is the one that's been shut down. The Asian specific version is the one that's going to be keep developed by the studio G A E A or whatever. Yeah, it's Gaia. Yeah, is Gaia. it? It's all capitals, so I don't know if it's initials or not. I think it's just um, it's all capitals. Like, so so what languages? Um, do we know what languages that that's available in? It's, the Asian one in, in Korean, uh, Chinese. Uh, I, I think it was like uh, Cantonese. And, and English, also yeah, English. Cantonese, so you can Mandarin. Yeah, Mandarin, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. We don't know much about Asian languages, obviously, from yeah. that little show right but, but, there. But there the, the is an English version of the Gaia Asian uh, yes. client, but so you can, can also, still play it. It can only be played, if I'm not mistaken, it can only be played in one of those countries. So if you want to be able yeah. to play it, you have to connect to a VPN to one of those countries to play. Like uh, Japan, uh, Hong Kong, Macau, uh, I believe Malaysia and Philippines, but I'm not sure. And then China, of course. Yeah. And Korea. So it's basically those countries there. Because this South, South, Southeast Asia. Sorry? Well, it seems odd to me that they're killing off the version in um, yeah, English the, and whatever other presumably European languages. The Asian but version. The, 
It's a different still, version. So the reason they're killing off like, this one, sorry, interrupt to kind of explain, is the other the retiring. version of retiring. Killing off, not killed off. I Murder. They're, yeah, they're letting it letting it go. Is that is a completely different game. It's run by a different studio. It's operated completely separately. So it's run by I believe it's it's run by a Chinese studio. Yes, that uh, is developing it, making the features for it. The game functions other than the actual gameplay itself, the game's almost entirely different. And even uh, that's somewhat different because I know that it has different um like there's just gold and, yeah. in ours, but like it breaks down to like several things in the Chinese one. So I have done some research into this and I'm not going to say I'm an expert, but from what I have read the Asian market is treated very, very, very differently for games like this, where it might be profitable to keep a game of this style running for much longer, even if, like, all the other international uh, markets stopped caring, the Asian market might still be profitable. Additionally, the Asian version is apparently still behind so they have more content they can introduce. Yeah, yeah so and the Asian version literally re- is released like two weeks ago, and they only ah, have the first new. expansion. Yeah. yeah, it's brand new, yeah. So only the first expansion, but I already data mined it, and I found that they have already all the cards uh, from Spark so, Advance client in it. It is in it. From what I understand, it's not in the actual game part of the game. No, not in the game, but they already have it in the files, so yes. they can... They can send them off in little waves and yeah, exactly. keep that their market interested. And if that develops into its own thing, that's like the one small chance this might ever come back to us as an actual game. But beyond that, I think this is it for Legends. It's just going to be an Asian-only game. Yeah, so Legends itself has had a pretty rocky history over the course of its life. Um, so AKB was good and kind of wrote down a bit of a timeline. Um, but so I couldn't even remember. I didn't even realize it was that long ago, but the game was announced at E3 in 2015. Um, AKB and that video, that, that YouTube video did not get a very good like dislike no. ratio. It was, it was not well received right off the, the because cross. people oh. are lemmings. And uh, keep in mind everything that wasn't DSX is getting bad <laughs> uh, to that point. Yeah. Keep in mind that as ESO has proven, it's possible to win the crowd over. Uh, yeah. It will probably be received badly if it's not what is considered purely traditional Elder Scrolls, but you can win them over. Uh, do you want me to just kind of start going into this history? Yeah, we'll start off with just kind of the how it came out. Like, kind of, we'll talk about the first couple of years. So this is kind of a quick summary of what happened. The game was announced at E3 2015. So this is obviously came to some bad fanfare. Uh, then it was quiet until April 2016 when it went and to it's a supposed fright- to be released that fall. Was the original right. plan? Yes, this was major delays, and we had no clue what was going on. April 2016, private beta for Windows. I don't even think anyone from uh, the UESP got into that. What was that? I don't think any of us were even invited into the beta. I was, so. I was, I, I, I was too. I was well, I wasn't. Beta, but I wasn't well, I wasn't. So. At the time, so. 
I was in the beta, so that is even worse that you guys got in and I didn't. <laughs> uh, the game would launch kind of randomly in March. Now, March is kind of a dead time for the industry. Uh, famously, Elder Scrolls Arena came out in March, which almost killed this uh, company. Uh, this was followed by an iPad version later that same month, Mac and Android in June, and mobile release in July. Meanwhile, and this is a story that will become more important later, Direwolf released their own card game called Eternal, November 18th, 2016. So this, I think ahead. they actually had that game, I don't remember when the exact release part was, but they had a beta that came out the same month as one of Legends betas. Yes. Uh, that was accurate. I didn't include it because that's like looking way too much into the timeline. Maybe we'll do a much deeper dive someday. But this is you like, like fresh- seven different months listed here. Of course, you wanted to look deep into the timeline. Man. <laughs> this yeah, isn't no, deep so- into the timeline. We have so much more we could have talked about. We'll do a deep dive maybe someday. Just like when they bring that content. Uh, that said, so this is in the middle of when the game is supposed to be game developed. Eternal comes out. And this is even more interesting, in my opinion. It comes out on Android and Apple devices first. You might have noticed that that's the opposite path. Like, Eternal went on to mobile devices first. Legends went on to Windows and stayed there for a very long time. Uh, Direwolf would eventually leave May 2018th. The developer would switch over to Sparking Pan Studios. Pete Hines claimed that this was an amicable move. There wasn't harsh feelings, and this didn't have to do with the fact that Eternal kind of was competing. So, this is the weirdest detail, and I don't understand the exact details, and I hope Ilero or one of you others guys can kind of clarify this. The game's framework or something was owned by Direwolf and not Bethesda, so Sparky Pants immediately had to redesign the game. This didn't go over well. There was a long period where development basically stopped for them to remake the game. And it was unplayable for a lot of people. A lot of people had weird issues. And this definitely didn't help things. So we're into May 2018th, and there was some different expansions over time, but the game never picked up steam from this point. It was basically... This game was kind of dead in the water. It didn't grow from this point. So that's not true, though. That fact itself is not accurate because Jaws of Oblivion was their best-selling expansion of all time. Was it really? Yeah. Okay, so... There were a number of stats that Jaws of Oblivion did better than any of their other expansions. Um, Mind you, community uh, reaction to it afterwards was a little bit... um, it wasn't very positive. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, positive. And that's an overall yeah. trend with Legends community. I noticed, I don't want to start going bashing on people, but I did notice there was a lot of anger. That's every gaming community now. It is. I don't, I haven't, I haven't been to, like, look at Pokemon. That place is a mess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so, Alara, I wanted to kind of, turn to you a little bit on this because i know you've had a lot more interactions even with the staff and within as much as you possibly can and obviously we don't expect you to speak out of turn or say anything that was told to you but the 
one of the big factors I think a lot of us can look and see is the changeover from Direwolf to Sparky Pants. That seems to have been really, really hard on Legends. Um, I don't think anybody expected it to go. I think it went better than it was expected to, to be honest. Like, yeah. It was, so, so, so as we know, they um, paid Direwolf and Sparky Pants at the same time because... Um, Direwolf had to keep the servers uh, in the air, and Sparkbands was developing their own new clients uh, in the back. Yeah. And we actually didn't know for a long time that Sparkbands took it over. So uh, when they announced it, uh, it was already quite a shock. And then Direwolf, it took too long to make a new client because it was just it's too big. Work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we got the it, impression it, that like it was supposed to be done by a certain time because Direwolf didn't have like new monthly cards. We just got like a random legendary or something as the monthly for yeah. a bit. But yeah. it sounds or well, it sounds like it. I get the impression that like they just couldn't delay it any further. That Direwolf like you know kept with it as long as they could, but there must have been like a contract or something, is my guess. But they switched over, and the new client wasn't completely. It, it seems something didn't have all the features. So it was very buggy the first few days, yeah. but they so got to work fixing those. They yeah. added features that were missing. So, I, I yeah, mean, like it's say, really impressive that they were able to do what they did with it. The, the first month was really rough, but yeah. they fixed so many bugs. And, and, and at the end, I think they have had a really great client. But mm-hmm. it seems it's too late. <laughs> well, one of the big yeah, things there was remember, a huge backlash yeah. to the yeah. uh, new client originally. One of the big things I remember being shocked about with the new client is I could actually play it on my phone. The, old, <laughs> the Direwolf client, like when it came out on phones, which was fine, but it was like it was. I remember at times it was close to like ten to fifteen minutes before I could actually get to go from startup to start playing a game. Like it was Whoa. aggressively slow, so it would get to the point where I'm like, well, I have a little bit of a break. Uh, okay, well, I guess I can't play Legends because it'll take too long. Because um, I would just play on my phone while I had a break at work or something like that. So I kind of... used to have battery power, too. It used to, but, the, but then Sparky Pants, like, kudos to Sparky Pants. Like, honestly, they came in and Absolutely. they did such a... Like, it was rough to begin with. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But the fact but that turned they around turned fast. around yeah. so well. Like, that's... Yeah, I'm just so impressed by what they managed to do That's hard for developers that. to do. To be able to turn mm-hmm. it around that quickly and cool. that impressively. Um, Which makes me so sad that it stops now because I, I exactly. feel yeah. they are finally getting on Steam and uh, I say. Yeah, it really felt like it was starting to pick up a lot better. Like after the Jaws of Oblivion, even Moons of yeah. Elsewhere, yeah. Like it, it felt like there was momentum gaining there, but probably not enough to make it financially viable for the company to continue working on. Um. Two of the big things I remember just sort of following the history of Legends was the term content drought at two main points in time. There was one that was touted, I guess, a lot during Direwolf's time. uh, Just expansion not coming out. And then the wait to get the new client and then once the new client was up stabilizing the new client yeah. before new expansions came out mm-hmm. those were both really long periods of time now if i had to basically summarize the problem was this the content drought really 
was basically until Sparky Pants got everything stable again. Yeah. The entire yes. period under Direwolf was a nightmare for this game. I am surprised that it this happened. Like it's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, there's only the two big expansions. Yeah, right. like six well, months apart. There's only like I think one per year, almost two sets it? and two stories, right? Yeah, I think so, six, yeah. six months apart from each other. Well, Strike Pants, well, they made it in three months uh, every expansion. So yeah, they made them smaller but more frequent. Yeah, uh, the Direwolf one did feel a lot, very frequently, like a. Oh, okay. There's nothing new for a while, so you would just grind, which some people actually prefer because then the more competitive people like it when there's not a ton of changes going. Every week yeah. they have to log in and have a lot of different changes to deal with, but then at the same time, most players are like, "I want to see new things." Yeah, yeah, but it's not only content; it's like also balance patches, which took a long time, and and with Sparky Pants, we got them in sometimes in weeks. To, to fix uh, uh, d- different overpowered combos or something, and and in Direwolf they didn't address many of the concerns of the ranked gameplay. So uh, yeah, I, I think the Direwolf time made the game made unsustainable. It yeah, unsustainable, and then Sparkbands took over, which finally got the game in a shape that it was presentable and and and. Good. Yep. And but it was yeah. too little, too late. Yeah, in a magical be. world where the current version of Legends is what first came out, it I would think have, we'd be would, telling a different story. It, it would, would probably have, be like if this was the version of Legends we had when it came out, it would be a it would be competing with Hearthstone and Magic as an actual serious option. I would yeah, say. probably not on the level as the others. Not on the level as the others, but it, it would have a a, a it's its own place in yeah. the in the genre. Yeah, in, in, yeah. That's kind of what I was just gonna say there. I'm not sure I actually do expect Legends to have been in the place of kind of like on the same tier as Magic or Hearthstone for a couple of reasons. And it's not and and I say that as that was by far my favorite CCG to play. I really liked the gameplay, I liked the way it worked. But there's two major problems with it, and one Hearthstone came out at a time that CCGs were starting to die off. That everyone had kind of made cheap, crappy mobile CCG games. We're like, hey, we're just going to have this like crappy CCG game all based off the same games. Like a number of them were out there. And they had started dying off because people were like, oh, they're not going to be that sustainable. But then Blizzard comes in with the high polished game that looks beautiful it has an established lore already with World of Warcraft that you're playing card games from that game, and they kind of revitalize it. I know when we were talking in the chats, it's kind of like when you talk about how the Beatles came into play. Like the four-piece band, rock band, was dying off when the Beatles came into play, but they kind of came back and revitalized it and kind of brought that entire genre back into focus. Hearthstone did that again. And now, one thing I think is kind of interesting is that um, I remember seeing an article that Legends was actually in the works before Hushel went to beta. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, if something happened early in development that delayed it, you know, what would have happened if it had been think able to be released when, earlier? I think probably Hearthstone went into beta and they looked at it and they're like, we're nowhere near this level right now. We need to do a lot of work. That happens mm-hmm. very frequently. You see, like, kind of even think of ESO. When ESO was in development and then Skyrim comes out, they're like, 
oh crap, we need to change a lot to kind of match this this kind of thing. But then it comes out at this time, and it's the bigger problem is I don't think anybody heard about it. It was the marketing. So, the marketing was virtually non-existent. I think the only reason yeah. I ever really learned about Legends is one of the guys I worked with was playing when they had all the Twitch drop things going on, where you could be like, I bought three expansions based off the Twitch pack, the Twitch drops that I got, and didn't actually spend any. Um, sorry, somebody's mic is making a lot of noise. Someone's mic is really yeah. Alaro, is that you? I don't know. What did it do? Okay, I think we're good now. Somebody's mic is right. making a lot of static there. Um, but as I was saying. The Twitch drops came out, and that was, like, kind of the only time I'd ever heard of the game. I never saw anybody... The streamers, which actually I think was a big problem, were just bots that were streaming it to get the Twitch drops. So you had zero yeah. actual interaction um, from it, and you had... Nobody was actually promoting it actively. There were just bots that would run a 24-7 Twitch channel that you could just leave on and get free currency in the game. So that was a mess, and I think I, the concept they tried to have for it just became an absolute nightmare because they're like, we're actually getting worse interaction from the community based on this than we would be as if we did nothing. I feel as well that they, they targeted the wrong people when they were looking for community. Um, the actual game, the original game, um, I was like, whoa, I'm an Elder Scrolls fan. I really want to play this. I don't know anything about CCGs. And I could not play it. I actually, um, I got through the main quest by, um, I had a friend. Uh, we were on one of the voice chats, either Skype or, or uh, TeamSpeak. And he was telling me how to play. Like I was, I was streaming to, to Twitch and he was telling me what to do next because I didn't understand how to play the game. And that was, I feel, was a really big problem because the new client has got little tutorials. Yeah. It's got like um, these little mini mini games almost. But the old client didn't. So if you'd never played a CCG before, well, pff, doesn't matter that you love really the old scores for the years. The old actually had like a slower paced, more in depth tutorial. Than yeah, that's true. But it didn't I teach you mechanics. A it, word. it didn't really do like the. It, I remember what Barakon was talking about, and it didn't. Because I was in a little bit, I had a more familiarity because of Hearthstone and Magic and things like that. But mm -hmm. there was a lot of things that old tutorial left out that were like, when you should do something. Not just place a card here and then it attacks. And place a card here and then it attacks. It didn't have a okay. lot of the like, oh, there's a guard here. Maybe you should use a lethal character to get rid of it. Like things like that that kind of taught you what keywords did and like how they okay. acted. It left out a lot of those things. I also felt that um, it. Someone's microphone scratch again. It did that thing of introducing a new concept, and you'd sit there with no idea what to do. And then the next turn around, it would say, "Oh yes, and there's this thing, and you should be doing this." And I was like, "Thanks, why couldn't you've told me that?" One turn earlier. A turn earlier. <laughs> so I very, very distinctly recall the events around the early life of legends and i talked i even wrote into the survey at the time about my issues with it and as baratron was saying they didn't care about the elder scroll side of the fandom yeah. uh and 
Yeah, right? it took a while for us to be able to really get in contact with them. I mean, they did a, quite a good job once we were able to, but it took a while. Uh, and I kind of said that ESO had some of the same problems at the start, but ESO had those problems. They were mostly solved, like, there was constant work to solve those problems. They never put in that work to solve those problems with Legends, and I'm talking about during the Direwolf period, which was most of the game's life. Like, I remember who has wanted to talk, go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree that it was sometimes quite annoying that it seemed they were more focused on, like, streamers and, and uh, the, the, the card players but and I'm, really yeah. on the Elder Scrolls fans. I, I, I never could get anything from yeah, lore or they, they, I don't know. Yeah, we, we wanted really flavor about it the whole time, and we've never that never happened. happened. And so I'm yeah, well, when I talked with Sparkapens, it it was a whole different communications, and they, they yeah, things were much better. Once yeah, the one so I think it might have been a misaligned expectation. Like especially looking at Hearthstone, you knew that you need the streamers yeah. to make your game big, uh, yeah, and maybe. so. They were probably just going that way, even though I think that does miss out on a key aspect, which is, hey, we can help too. People yeah. that care about Elder Scrolls are also going to be into this if you play it right. Yeah, I yeah. Think they, they had to go streamers. They have to, at that time, like streamers in Hearthstone were a big deal. The problem was they focused on people that they liked card games, did. not people that liked the content. And I think a lot of people were coming... The only reason they would check out Legends, because you're not going to pull people away from Hearthstone, because pulling somebody from another card game that they're invested in is expensive. It's an expensive ask to make on a player, so trying to recruit a Hearthstone player to convert over to Legends is hard to do without giving away too much free content. They needed to pull in the Elder Scrolls players to say, hey, here's a card game as well. So they they didn't do that, and I think that that was a huge misstep on their part. And so, so I think a very interesting part is that CVH, who I like a lot, is not an Elder Scrolls person. No, he was a card game guy yep. and became very prominent in Le Legends because of that. But still, is only getting his grasp on what Elder Scrolls is as a universe. He's just in it for the cards, but he did which is cool. Job, but which, he's the one that got yeah. It's just interesting that, again, someone that wasn't Elder Scrolls was just cards is who got promoted to that position. And he did yeah. a great job, but still. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been amazing sorry. up for us at the UESP. What was yes, Baratron so, going to say there? You were... Oh, I was just going to say that, that you know, it, was, I, it may well have been CVH who was the person or, or him in conjunction with Chris, uh, sorry, Chris, Pete Hines, who suddenly went, oh, hey, we need to get groups like the UESP involved. Yeah. Um, certainly... Oh, I don't really remember I, I, them advertising the game that much, even on their main Elder Scrolls social media channels. No, they have is, separate ones for Legends, but they haven't like retweeted them a lot and stuff until much later. This uh, is something I actually was watching the entire time, and I put up a chart in our uh, in our podcast creation room. I'm sorry, it's not going to probably be available with the way we grabbed it, but. It, as the church shows, like going into 2016, 2017, they were barely doing like a tweet a day about the game. Yeah. If you looked at the Facebook side, they had like three posts a day, well, three posts a week, 
it was getting less engagement than the UESP fan page at the time with its 6,000 fans, uh, well, 6,000 page likes versus their 60,000. The UESP was getting twice the amount of engagement that the official Elder Scrolls Legends page was getting. Should I see we're if not I can that post big. that? I wouldn't uh, post that right now. Okay. Yeah, it would break the stream. Uh, I was just going to post the link. Oh, uh, I guess you could try. In yeah, like chat. I'd like to say a couple of things about the marketing because there was also a real problem with visibility. Even on the Bethesda website, you just could not find the Legends card game anywhere unless you got like in... in Five steps somewhere in, in, in I, I don't know you couldn't find it which is a problem for something that needs new players and I know that not only players were really annoyed with it also some of the developers because Bethesda is the one who needed to market it so the developers of the game couldn't really do anything about it Yeah, which is bad also, I remember <laughs> trying to find it in the Bethesda.net client it was hard. It's it was it didn't show up right away. It was like you had to scroll down yeah. and look, and then it was like the logo was unrecognizable that it was a card game. Like, uh, don't talk to me about the Bethesda.net client. That oh. just, <laughs> and it um, went through a stage where the only way I could get it to work was to completely uninstall it and completely reinstall it. it was a horrible thing. <laughs> that's so, another like thing that's. Go ahead, Alaro. Sorry. <laughs> With CVH, CVH was a, was a good player and and for the in the beginning really very good community manager. But uh, the last year, it's really hard to get contact with him. Well, if you send a message to SparkerPens, you instantly it was very get a quick. message back. Yeah. Uh, they provided anything we 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 needed, but when we tried to communicate with the Bethesda side, uh, yeah, it was. But that could very have very hard. well been. Part of, of this. what was happening, yeah. If he's, if, yeah. if they already know, they're like, we're not hitting the metrics we need to get to. We're not getting the numbers we need to get to. There's a lot of things. They're going to be like, okay, let's start refocusing a lot of the, um, a lot of our resources away from it. Yeah, so and, and marketing. Yeah, I have a feeling that there's a lot of other stuff. So going on. this was a very, a thing that very few people probably would experience. And from my perspective, as like someone who does. USB social media, I would post things about Legends, I would talk about it, and I kept trying to basically engage with them. Yeah. They never followed us, they never, like, I think they retweeted something we tweeted once about the game uh, during the Direwolf period. And yeah, I remember, I remember after, what? like, months of looking at it, I decided to just look through their entire list. Uh, it was after they randomly retweeted and um young streamer a new streamer account who had like 13 followers on twitter and like five people watching his stream that guy got retweeted uesb could not get retweeted by legends and that's why i went through their whole stream list and i'm like almost everyone they're following is the first thing on their like profile is hearthstone streamer do they not see the problem with that? Yeah, I think a lot of it is they just really wanted to hit into the card game genre to try to win that one over and less about the let's bring Elder Scrolls fans into a card game. 
I think that's, and that's honestly like, I can't blame them. Both are going to be small audiences, though, if you think about it. Well, no, converting people, audience, converting people without it. Either way. Yeah. One yeah, of those audiences is already passionate about it. They should but have that's tried the to same win us audience over. that massively downvoted saying, Where's Elder Scrolls 6? Exactly. Yes, but ESO had the same thing. ESO won us yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. ESL should have. Probably more put over so, oh, go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, ESO got the marketing and, and, and the, the articles and Legends. Yeah. Most people didn't even know what Legends was, even, even after two years. Which even is now. now. Yeah, yeah, even now, yes. And it's so weird that, like, it was so quiet. Like, why weren't they, why wasn't, I would expect them to, like, be going through everyone who was talking about Legends, keeping that game going. Uh, but they may not like you look at good. Elder Scrolls Online on Twitter, forty-one thousand point one thousand tweets since twenty twelve. You go over to the Elder Scrolls Legends account; they have three thousand four hundred eighty-nine tweets. Wow! And over since twenty fifteen, that's and, a very large difference. But like that's the thing is like putting money into a good social media management team and a content management team for those kind of marketing things is important but but ESO spends the money on that. There's kind yeah. of a, there's a bit of a chicken and egg problem with um any of these things. This is why some games fail, some don't is your game needs to be making money for you to invest in a marketing team to have a good social media presence. But at the same time, your game's not going to make money if nobody knows how to find the game. So you have that chicken and the egg problem. And I don't know if Bethesda was ever in 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 it like both feet in on the deep end with legends to right. say we're gonna throw that ton of capital up front at the game to make sure that it is a huge success and we're gonna throw all of our resources at it they're probably towing the line saying like okay well let's let's try this out well let's try this out let's try this out oh it's not really working well we don't want to we don't want to lose too much money on it so let's not throw too much money they had some prize money that they put into what is it the masters tournament that they yeah. did but just prize money isn't the same thing as advertising no. and when that didn't get super i mean i think that was a relatively big stream compared to other legend stuff it actually was but it didn't really take well off watched. right yeah it was, it was really well watched, well watched. But, but the 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 audience was really small on the yeah during the during the matches and i don't know yeah but so, again, they just didn't really advertise it enough. That, that yeah. is the simple fact. This was a 2015 game that only started to come out in 2016 and then only released to like general public in 2017. There was a two-year gap in th this year's games marketing. It was dead out of anything. the gate. Can I make a different point? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm... I'm thinking as well, there's the whole oversaturation in the CCG market. Yeah. Um, I can't help but link the announcement that Legends is going into, um, what's, what's the word? Uh, life support with the fun. Magic the Gathering Arena um, announcement. Now, I'm, you know, I'm in my 40s, and I remember be 20 years ago sitting in my university science fiction society library while people played Magic the Gathering. 
everybody who's a nerd has heard of Magic the Gathering. So you've not only now got the competition between Legends and Hearthstone and Yu-Gi-Oh! and... Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Shadowverse, Yu-Gi-Oh! Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, all of things. <laughs> you've now got Magic the Gathering, which is something that literally every nerd on the planet has heard of. And I... Um, you know, I looked up the timeline of this, and uh, their closed beta started December 2017. Open beta started September 2018, and it's full launch for Windows September 2019. Why do card games take so long to launch? What is this about? <laughs> I think I honestly think Mad. So I think Magic: The Gathering is strategic because if they had released at the height of Hearthstone popularity. It would have been yeah. a big problem. September 2019, there was a large exodus of Hearthstone players. And I think no. they've been sitting on it to do at a specific time when they thought it was well, it was a good time to do. Because there was a bit of a content drought. They haven't released any new modes. People were mad about things. Um, like even the Blitzchung issue with the China and Blizzard problems. There's a lot of people oh, goodness, yes. starting to back off at issues. that time on hearthstone and like even regardless of that one there was a lot of people who were stepping away and magic was in a very good spot to pick up those players that were looking for something new so they left it mm. in beta for a while until basically they knew that hearthstone they was, could strike at they it. could strike at when the iron was hot i think that one's for sure but again weird magic the gathering arena has been a big hit so far it's still not hearthstone levels though like a lot of that, I think, is the CCG is starting to slowly back off, kind of go the way of the RTS into it's going to evolve into something new, like the way MOBAs came from RTSs. Uh, that is something I want to kind of do talk about. And it's something I kind of been thinking about is the fact that card games are kind of a really, really simple format for gaming. Like, it's not very... There's not a ton you can a do with it. Yes, it's very limited, and there's a lot different formats for gaming that are just so much more open, so much more engaging, that it's a lot of resources to put into a game that just, maybe it's not going to be a thing for much longer. It's also expensive for players to get in, into a CCG. Like, if you wanted to be competitive in most card games, you have to drop a couple hundred dollars. Like that me, is true. Like uh, Legends, for its credit, was one of the most friendly uh, free-to-play card games. Like you either had to be investing a ton of time into it, or spend a lot of money. And that makes it a weird format to try to sell to people. Like it does not cost money like that to get into playing a first-person shooter. No, and by virtue of that. Plus, I guess first-person shooters are probably just more accessible anyway because strategy as a whole is going to be less appealing than action. Yeah. So you can have way more shooters in the market than you can intense strategic games, especially ones that require you to constantly spend money to get lucky to get stuff. And then locks in players that way too. Because yeah. if I've spent $300 in Hearthstone, I've got to kind of investment in that now. I don't want to just say, ah, I'm just going to ignore all that money that I've spent and go try Legends out. Legends there's some really game. cool stuff as far as what the game type is. Like, there's some really fun stuff that can be done, but as a model for a game, I don't see how that can be a thing that 
keeps existing forever. How do figure people got to get tired of that before it endures? Well, the same reason, like how many physical card games you've got Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering. Probably others then, that we but, don't know of. But I'm not saying there's not a ton of others that are that. Well, physical, you said. Like, yeah. Three. Like, because it just, yeah. people don't want to spend money. They build a collection and then they're like, oh, like, I don't really want to go there. But, like, if you look at the list, I think uh, Baratron kind of built out here. We've got Hearthstone is the Thousand Digital. Pound Gorilla. Yeah. Like, everyone's. Gwent is already, they've been rolling back on it a lot. Um, I personally very much dislike Gwent. I tried playing it for a while. I put it on my phone and trying to get into it because I like The Witcher. I like The Witcher universe a lot. I'm a big fan there. The game's just not fun. Apparently, it's a completely different game now, depending on when you played it. I played like um, two or three weeks ago. So you probably know what version of the game it is. Yeah, that's probably the newer version. It, they did change yeah. it from what it was originally. I played it when it originally came out, and I played it in The Witcher 3, which is why I tried it out, because the card game aspect of Witcher 3 I thought was really fun. It was cool, it was light, but when I played against other people, I'm like, oh, no, this is not just a... Because when you played it in The Witcher 3, it was a puzzle game you kind of had to solve, which was kind of fun. This just made it... Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, you've got yeah. Eternal, which I don't think has been that commercially successful. I don't think it's got a huge following behind it. Artifact, which was supposed to be the Magic the Gathering of digital card games, just flopped drastically. So much so I that mean, they, it was even designed by... Richard Garfield, the the the, the uh, like designer one of the main of Magic, of Magic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was so embarrassed about Artifact that they actually decided to make a Half Life game. That's yeah, so just bad. To distract it did. everybody from. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it was a good thing <laughs> that it failed there. But like, very excited about that. With Shadow Fairs, I have no idea. I was doing it's a big anime game as far as I know yeah. and I yeah, think it's I mean, it's pretty strong is what I've heard at least yeah I haven't played it recently but they were still coming out with new sets um, they had it introduced a mode where like rotations and stuff you know with older sets and everything so that's still going strong as far as I know Midgard is new I mean still in still beta new. right yeah so a lot of people are looking into new card games and they're saying, oh, Midgard looks great. You know, and, yeah. for me, though, now that Legends is more or less wrapping up, the thing I'm most sad about is the fact that this stream wasn't retweeted by the Elder Scrolls Legends account. Even towards, <laughs> even at the moment, it still didn't happen. I bet there's nobody watching it. The thing that saddens me the most is how how little time I spent on Legends. Because I tried to play it, and I was just constantly annoyed by the fact that it needed to be online all the time. I don't understand why single-player content, I had to be connected. So that stopped me from playing, say, when I was traveling, because uh, I can't afford to run a, uh, an internet connection off my phone when I'm traveling. Yeah. If you want um, to know the lore, we have everything documented on the wiki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> we are trying very hard to get everything we can from the game onto the wiki before it shuts down so uh, i mean i, I probably i'm gonna give it another go because i feel like i should but i just with the thinner audience i might be able to get the legend <laughs> i know yeah, i'm thinking the yeah, exact same thing once, actually and that was it <laughs> I, i've also been to legends once yeah 
Well, now it's we time can for all of it. us. Yeah. UESP can take its spot as <laughs> of the empty pasture. Or is it just going to be all the really hardcore people who are super good that stick around? That is more likely to happen, I would say. I think a lot of the really, really serious people are going to move on. I think so. Like all the streamers already announced their exits. The card game players are going to move on because they need a new card game. If you're streaming, that's your income source. You have to, yeah. You kind of have to move away from it. But I'm going to still keep popping in and playing. But I'm honestly, I'm going to be playing Blades a lot more. Like I, it was between yeah. Legends and Blades that I would spend a lot of my time, and I want to talk about it a little bit in a second here because I noticed some of the feelings. Um, I'm going to ask how everybody kind of feels. I noticed one of them was talking about how maybe this is going to affect ESO and Blades. I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I think if anything, it's going to be beneficial to Blades um, because I think it's going to push a singular focus onto Blades because because now there's only one Elder Scrolls thing on a phone. Yeah, and it's better like it's not better as in it's a card game was bad it's better as in it's like it's more of a thing that they can somebody can sink their teeth into that really wants to blades yeah. is a, blades is constantly growing that's the big thing every, like every at the start i was going like oh early access they're not going to do anything with it because of that stigma blades big updates. big updates and like it's so often and it's Unexpected. It's an entirely different game from when it launched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, entirely different. And I was different. concerned too about how, you know, not a lot of people had heard about it, but they have been doing a good job of of marketing it, I think, better than I the mean, early days of Legends. This is just my opinion. And I may be completely wrong, but the impression I've got from events I've gone to where the various Bethesda bigwigs are is that. Legends was Pete Hines. Pete Hines was totally into Legends. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody else was. Whereas Blades, it seems much more, you know, Todd Howard is in, is, is, is the main guy driving it. And he's got, he was very much, he's got a focus of it. But when we interviewed him, he was talking about how it was for people who are getting older. They no longer have the time to sit down and play hours of a game at once, but they still want to dip in. And so, you know, in between you go and, Put your kids in the bath. You sit down and play. Don't play uh, games while your kids are in the bath. They need supervision. Well, it depends how old they are. <laughs> you yeah, know, if again, they're like eight. Yeah, marketing, gonna... right? And they're marketing it's blades. Eight. Blades is like so. Blades showed up on the Apple review of best games of 2019. Yeah, that isn't free. That's not something that Apple does based off of the goodness of its own heart and what they think. Like those kind of articles that are written and things like that are heavily paid for. Um, it's it's very much, and that means, for good or bad, that Bethesda is investing that money to get those ad views to get like it's essentially advertising. They're getting those ad so, views to get more people into the game. So I saw something. Is it officially released yet, no, or is it still beta? Still, no, it's still early access. access. <laughs> That was amazing. Oh, sorry, yeah, that was very synchronous. <laughs> what are you uh, going to say, So this is not confirmed numbers, but it was something I saw someone post to the Elder Scrolls Legends subreddit, which I guess rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> it's they, there. Someone looked at the numbers and they kind of extrapolated compared to like other major games. Like, and I'm not looking at it right now, but I think that, like, for income-wise, 
based off of the Android marketplace, Blades made $20,000 in October. Well, I think Blades made something like 500000 Yeah, Legends Blades. and Blades for what he said. Yeah. Yeah, you so, sorry, words, can you just yeah. say the two numbers again? It was like $20,000 in October for Legends. For Legends. Uh, for for Legends. Legends. And, and Blades was like 1000 Yeah. Well, that's... So one of those games is doing slightly better than the other is the point. Two mm. Legends things that stand out to me is that we did get like a relatively cool Legends commercial that came out earlier this year. But where and they were only to put it? the timer for that. Was it E3? I don't remember. Right, it was released at E3. Yeah, E3. Did you see and it? Along with that fancy new logo that they uh, had p- trademarked. Yeah. That cost money. That didn't mm. go far. It was a good. But the logo. other. It was a so kind of cool commercial, too. Blades is doing 25 times better in income. Minimum. In and that's an, Minimum. that's an estimate, too. Like. For only Wait, Android. Probably estimate. much better. Mm. Wait, no, 250 times better. From 20 to 500. Oh, 20. Sorry, I was thinking too. No. So um, the other thing, real quick, on Legends and their communication. Um, the only information that's been given about this was two Reddit posts, which I linked just a little bit ago in the chat. And that reminded is very people weird. Of. It so has I, not been officially announced no, through their website. I went to the website during the podcast, the legendsbethesda.net, and th- there's news about the, um, what was it called? The, the gauntlet that just happened. Hexa the hexagon. Yeah. Yeah. Hexa which was right. cool. But there's nothing on there. And I'm thinking, okay, right. I don't know so, what to make of that. I don't know. It's, it's very odd. And so a thing that's annoyed me, and I'm the stickler on this one, is that there are lots of different news company news groups that are finally picking this up and mentioning it and they're saying stuff like legends is being shut down legends is dead stuff like that and they're not properly conveying that it's a retirement of future development but the fact that all of these people are talking about it but legends hasn't formally announced it anywhere except reddit it's just really weird it is it's a very weird situation but yeah that's even more annoying is it oh go ahead yeah they they had Talking more about legends now than they ever did before. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the exact thing. <laughs> people That's like exactly. uh, drama. People like drama. Drinks again. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very strange, but that is one reason why we've been very adamant to say that it's shutting. It's not shutting down because I saw a lot of those news posts and a lot of the comments were people who clearly don't play the game, but were saying that they do because the comments were all like. I'm going to lose access to my entire library today. This is awful. What a joke. But that is the worst. It's Fallout 76 all over again. It's like, clearly you don't have a collection at all if you're worried about it shutting down today because you would know you could actually still log in. Um, But that's the problem is that kind of misinformation spreads so much easier than factual information. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I hope, I'm sorry, I've been, I've been, um, hoping this since before the news was and a great way that Bethesda could actually recoup some money would be if they sold posters of some of the mo- more interesting card art. You don't make it's money like, off of merchandise. Oh, we wanted a, yeah, we wanted an art book for a long time. Yeah, I would yeah. love it too. Um, an art music. book. I want that Martin Septon uh, card. <laughs> uh, I do want to say like, for things I feel so bad about the fact that legends is shutting down 
is it added so much amazing Retiring. artwork. Mm-hmm. It's shutting down. Let's. I, and the next expansion. Maintenance support is industry terminology for we're killing it. It we're it's Again. in hot space. Again, shutting like, down indicates so- we know that it's going to be off at some point in the determined, like, seeable future. And two, I have a skewed perspective because Guild Wars 1 has been in maintenance mode for a very long time and shows no signs of ever stopping. Yeah, but we knew that the next expansion was in development and they should have yeah. done before. Uh, there were already cards made and who knows how many arts there's questions? I have no well, idea. I'm guessing they the Tamriel collection was a lot of the ones that would have been coming. N- n- no, yeah, I think asked about not. that during the uh, stream this last Friday, and they said, like, you know, we don't really have anything that, you know, is made that's not out there. That so. is, but that is basically, as I was saying, why I feel so bad about it is they really did add a lot to the Elder Scrolls universe that is just nice. Like, look at these two cards on our screen right now for just a mud crab and an iron golem i know that's they're not the most exciting things but i like that kind of stuff i wanted <laughs> we and i'm glad we got what we did we never got yeah. a rootworm card no, we never got a rootworm <laughs> but we did for the first time see what swamp leviathans look like and yeah probably other things too you know we've had official art of some of these lore characters so i mean it's been pretty awesome this this Tamriel collection is a little bit bittersweet because it's a lot of stuff people ask ask for like uh, uh, expanding old mechanics and stuff yeah. like that, and they are releasing it for free now at the end. So uh, a, a really notable thing I think that hurts and is funny is that we have official an official portrayal of Tiber Septum now. Yep. Yeah. Well, there was another on one. An, Oh, that's right. Never mind. We had you got Goins, Redguard. You had Redguard. You had uh, we had okay, a, a good one. Yes. Modern high resolution portrayal of real life Tiber Septum. You had the cover of the Elder Scrolls uh, pocket guide. I just guide said modern high resolution <laughs> of real life. <laughs> All those other things were portraits, or you got Michael Kirkbride's face. So it's on a card called a New Era. The fact that a new era is one of the last cards ever released for Legends, that stings. Mm-hmm. No, in fact, Michael Kirkbride's face is absolutely Tiber Septon's face. Just look at the two. Sure. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> we never got yeah. a. <laughs> I'm just we never got a Mike the Liar card. That's true. It, it was in the files, you know, with, with like the audio files for it and possibly art. Yeah. But you never uh, got the card for it. No. Yeah, uh, I was, when I was talking to uh, Maricon from Direwolf Digital back PAX East uh, last year, he was saying like they hadn't quite figured out you know, how they wanted to work it into the game. Like, I mean, what kind of mechanic would a card like that have? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, they have the audio files for it. And yeah, shout out again to Legends for such cool stories. I'm sorry, Baratron. But, oh, I was going to say that when when that would have been after Direwolf already knew they were lo- they'd lost the contract. Yeah, I realized that when which you realized in retrospect. Like, yeah, yeah, I know he was trying to you know avoid saying a lot of that stuff, and at the time I thought it was just you know devs don't want to give too much away, but yeah, yeah. I kind of felt bad for him, you know, af- having asked him all those questions and stuff after they knew already. 
yeah. they couldn't do anything. Yeah. But so, that's kind of yeah why they why at least at that point they hadn't done a card. They just hadn't figured out how to use it. Legends has the absolute co- coolest portrayal of Shia Goreth that I think has happened in Elder Scrolls. I agree completely. The Isle yeah. of the Madness story is like the best. It's incredible. Not just goofy Shia Goreth. Like it's like it's dark. It was really dark yeah. for a card game. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That is a worthwhile story. And granted, I think all of the stories they came out with are cool and worth checking out, yep, but each agree. one got better than the last. In yeah. general. They're worth yeah. the thousand what was it, three thousand gold for them? A thousand per Yeah, chapter. something like that. Yeah. Or, and you can still play them because the game's not gone yet. Yeah, you can still play those, go through them. They don't take a ton of time. Like they're it's a good amount to go through. They do for Legolas, unfortunately. Well yeah, but he's just really <laughs> bad at card games. So <laughs> Poor can guy. Coach people through too. If you, yeah, actually, if you want to go through them and you're having a struggle getting through, like join the UESP Discord, uh, discord.gg/uesp. There's a channel still for Legends that people will still be talking and adding content to and discussing different yep. things. If you're like, hey, I really want to try these quests, but I don't know how to play card games. I'm sure Alara will be online at an unreasonable hour and willing <laughs> yeah. to help you go through and talk about it as he's done many times before. Um, but there's, some, there's tons of I'll other make a, too. I'll make a budget deck for you to uh, exactly. finish the stories, yeah. yeah just to complete some stories, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still want to do one major shout-out to Gavin Nebo from Sparky Pants. We... We got so much from him. Uh, data CVH for the well. game. CVH as well. The, the yeah. card reviews from, uh, from CVH. But, uh, G- Gavin. I think it's pronounced Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced Gavin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he gave us so much. All, all the, the lot of hidden uh, files we could use for the, uh, for the wiki. Stuff, and, yeah. And gave, yeah, and they gave us the giveaway cards that we did the streams. Actually, the, like I think... Our card images stream was a. We got all the card images for from them for all the sets. Yep. Sometimes even even weeks in advance, and then I couldn't spoil anything because I had all the cards from the expansion and <laughs> everything still had to be revealed for, for uh, by the streamers. We need to seriously get a Legends tournament together. I know we've talked about it for yeah. a long time, but yeah. now is super the time. Yeah, especially before if they do shut down the servers, we want to do it before then. Um, yeah, so we'll probably start. Actually, you know what? Maybe we'll do that as part of the charity stream. Um, That'd be great, and we can have some oh, no, fun. Uh, losers have to do X things for everybody just, to watch and just be laugh. I want to see Lost have to wear a silly hat. Oh, I have a link hat, sort of. Perfect. We, we, I'm we not eating make... bad beans. We're not, I'm we not eating those beans together. I'm not eating those beans. I refuse. But we shouldn't make the best decks. We should make like fun decks and team yeah, decks. Totally. Or, uh, like, like Imperial versus Stormcloaks or something. And yeah. then I'll... Only I'm playing my bad kitty deck. And... Bef- uh, before we end this, can we just talk about our Legends cards for a second? Like, I gotta be a, I gotta be a trying attribute with Baratron. But why are we the same tri-attribute? Um, because <laughs> of your soul link, obviously. I have beefy arm, uh, book, what, what and... Is, is the Guldsworn. 
Yeah. Guild Sworn. Because yeah. you guys are both officially sworn to the guild of UESP. Yeah. Most of us are just interlopers. I'm neutral. Yeah. So Alaro's everywhere. Then Alaro can fit everywhere. <laughs> a long time ago, we went through and read our cards. But for those that can't actually see the stream, everybody really quick announce what your card is. So I'll go first. Uh, Argonian. I lost in high rule is an Argonian. A five cost monk card with ten power, ten health. And if the phrase "to be honest" is uttered, give Lost in High Rule minus one, minus one, because I really don't like when people try to clarify that they're being honest when I have no reason to doubt their honesty in the first place. <laughs> but to be honest, it's not that bad of a habit. There are worse, however. Should I not trust anyone that uses the phrase regularly <laughs> if they forget to use it, though? Yes, I would. I would say. That you could think that somebody, if they did not say, because if I ever say, to be honest, I usually preface that for something that could be said just to make somebody feel better. Or something along those lines. Some people use it because it's their tick. Fair. <laughs> I would say, Lost is, like, to be honest, I think Lost is very valuable and a core part of this show. Because if I just said, Lost is a core part of this show and like a great guy people would be like oh yeah ha, ha, ha. no i would i would believe you i would not believe akb if he said it <laughs> so he has to respond with, and even if akb says to be honest i wouldn't believe him <laughs> okay rest of our cards yeah go for it don't ask me Ilaro, you should tell us about our cards or tell us about your uh, own card yeah i'm a miscrap uh <laughs> <laughs> And that's the card. Yes, exactly. I, I give Muscaps plus one plus one is basically what I do. Yes. <laughs> Ilaro, <laughs> tell... Well, use one of the Wait, data mine. Sorry, what? Tell us about the special mud crab. Because there's a special mud crab that, that's not just a regular mud crab. Yeah, it's, it's one of the data mine arts. Um, so it probably will never be used. Uh, I think it's, it's used on NPC cards. No, this one isn't. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, it's like the Scarza Mud Crab uh, from, from the Solar Arena. It, it has a different art than this one. Yeah, I, I, can, I can look it up for you. <laughs> but I'm sure, sure of it. The fact they had so many different Mud Crab arts in the game is a special yeah. treasure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the final one that isn't used. Actually, actually, there are a couple more, but they are together with other animals. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, like there's one with a mud crab, a crocodile, and a lion in the art, which also never used. There's actually a lot of great arts that are never that used. That is a sad thing, too, with everything being shut down. Yeah. There's so much great artwork that was just never really At least used. we could put them into a gallery. Uh, I, I would forgotten. Yeah, but all the unused arts will also, be, the, also be in the wiki, so we can yep. always uh, look them up. With so, logging. AKB, can I get you to describe your card and why it's such a great card? My card is the best card because I'm an eight-cost robot, and I'm strength, intelligence, will-powered, tri-attribute, so no one likes me. Uh, Tri-attributes are the best day. No. No one likes tri-attributes, apparently. That's the impression I got from reading about Legends. Like, everyone like... Well, the tri attributes ruined the game after everything else that ruined the game. Yeah, but everybody complains about everything. But anyways, that that's true. Uh, 
my ability is to summon Zumog Foom in all lanes. <laughs> and that's because I am... I have a very Number one race. fan. Number one fan, AKB, Zumog Foom. I probably <laughs> am. You probably actually talk about Zumog Foom more than anybody else. Because no one else I cares I probably about thought him. more about Zumog Foom than any other human being, especially the person who created him. <laughs> uh, Alara, your card to discuss? So, my card is a uh, two-cost high elf, because it's my favorite elf trolls race. Uh, sorcerer, blue-purple card. Um, and so my sorcerer. text... My text is, while equipped with a cup of water, I have regenerate. And you have a cup of water up? <laughs> she just took a sip. She's got regeneration. <laughs> awesome. And Baratron, let's go over your card for anybody who can't actually see it. I'm a three-cost scholar and guild sworn because I run the uh, guild for ESO. And my summon, I get plus two... Plus I get plus two, plus two to all friendly bears, but I cannot target enemy bears. Which is pretty accurate, because you for real have the dream about having to fight a bear and it's bad. Or is that just a loading tip that we made up? No, no, no. I I do not like fighting And that happened with her... I think it was... Was it Blades? The tutorial Yeah, Blades at Pack Feast. That Pack Feast. You saw a bear and you were like, That did. um, That was very sad. It made me... wanted me to fight a bear and I was like, I don't want to fight a bear! And it was like blocking (laughs) its paw over its head. (laughs) Uh, That that was traumatic. I have to admit because, you know, when the bear was injured and it was like backing away and I was like, no, I can't play this! I don't like this game. <laughs> and then finally, uh, I have a one-two card for one cost um, with guard, and my summoning uh, ability is I mispronounce uesp.net. Uesp.net. Do you guys see how good I am at it now? Nailed it. It's only been 42 <laughs> episodes, but I can finally say it. But then all intelligence cards get minus one, minus one. I'm the only other... Well, me and Alara are the only two immune to your ability. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't get to be an intelligent card. That's right. Yeah, you uh, Monk is the closest thing to Nightblade. I, I think, prefer to be in a deck. Here. I prefer to be in a deck with Lara and Baratron. We're hanging out <laughs> in our intelligence deck. You couldn't, you couldn't be in a be deck, in with, a deck Alara, with me. It's the purple on my card. Yeah. Nope. Lara and I could be in the same deck. So could I can in everyone's deck. Yeah. Yes, he can. Lara can be in everyone's desk. <laughs> Now you're mispronouncing deck. I said deck. You've, you've mastered no. UESP. I've got UESP.net. I can say UESP.net multiple times. You hear that? UESP.net. You can't say deck. But deck. USP. If you want to hear him mispronounce UESP.net, please watch the first episode of this podcast. Yeah. Or listen to it. Just a couple of them, wasn't it? It was like three in a row. And let's move on from that one there. No, but I do think actually that's probably a good place to call it. Um, we don't know the future for Legends. We know it'll be different from what it was before. And we know it won't be as good as it was before. So I think we're all a little bit sad to lose Legends. That's a little section of our news that it's just going to be gone. There's no real point to talk about it for us anymore. So if anything happens, you can sure that we'll be talking about Legends. But I doubt we'll be doing the weekly Gauntlet updates. It's just kind of, it's too sad. To kind of go I think we'll that. still mention them because they're we'll still mention fun. Them sometimes, but yeah. Okay, I think that's a good place to end it. So, on behalf of myself, and I'm going to try to list everybody without making a mistake: Baratron, AKB, Alaro, Alara, 
Lost in Hyrule, and the rest of the UESP. UESP. Oh, I did it! (laughs) 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 Behalf of the UESP.net staff, I want to thank you for joining us tonight as we talked about the life support of Legends and as we keep going away. So, yeah, I think that's a good place. So, on behalf of everybody, we hope you have some fantastic adventures in Nern and you all have a safe and happy night. Goodbye, everybody. Arena. Bye.